trending. Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. A storm that arrived over the weekend has brought rain here to Sonoma County. And meteorologists say more wet weather is on its way this week. So get out your raincoat, get out your galoshes, your rain boots, whatever you need. Uh, Sonoma County will have the most rain and strong winds by today. Uh, Scattered showers are likely to continue through tomorrow. There were winds between 20 and 30 miles per hour yesterday, with gusts all the way up to 45 miles per hour. And by Sunday morning, the storm had already delivered enough rain to Sonoma County to exceed the average precipitation level for the entire month of September. So rain in September, extremely, extremely rare. I had to put some of my plants that were outside on the ground because they were just about to tip over (laughs) and the pots were about to break. I was like, oh no, our plants! (laughs) Had to run outside in the rain. It was great. Uh, Queen Elizabeth was laid to rest this morning. The funeral concluded at 6.30 a.m. That's London time. Uh, Queen Elizabeth's funeral was not a lengthy affair. It actually ended about and after an hour or so, uh, a one and a half mile procession took place afterwards. Now, she's to be buried at St. George's Chapel in Windsor. Uh, so in case you missed it, Queen Elizabeth passed away on September 8th at the age of 96. And Prince Charles will now be King Charles. Whiskey for my man, beer for my horses. A few months ago, we reported that Toby Keith now has stomach cancer. He's in recovery, but he is still battling. Toby Keith canceled his appearance at a fundraiser yesterday because of his battle with stomach cancer. He was being honored with a Lifetime Achievement Award for his work with cancer patients. He accepted it, though, through a pre-recorded video because he wasn't feeling well enough to travel, you know. And Keith's team has kept the details of the star's treatment for stomach cancer private since revealing his diagnosis in June. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. Make this place your housewarming gift would you give to someone who is living on their own for the very first time? So one of my friends is about to move out into his first place all by himself. He's always had roommates. He's always had family around. And I can't be there for his housewarming party that he's going to be having. But I'd like to send him something on Amazon because living by yourself for the very first time, it's tough. I mean, I've done it and I thought, It was an incredibly rewarding experience. So my question today is, what do I get my bud for his first place by himself? I remember the first time I moved into my apartment. I kind of did it without my parents really knowing. And I didn't have plates and silverware and things like that. I had one bowl and one fork. (laughs) And it was absolutely miserable. So I would definitely check to see if he has things like that. The plates the silverware, the flatware, whatever you call it. Yeah. And also, something I get people as a housewarming gift is a candle. Yeah, everybody loves candles, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I confessed recently in my obsession with candles lately on the show. So, <laughs> of course, I would get people candles. But what are yeah. you thinking about? Do you have any ideas? I mean, honestly, I'm glad you brought up plates because I was going to buy them plates or silverware or something like that. I think that's the best way to go because when I moved out by myself for the first time, I was like you, Amber. I had one plate, one bowl, 
one fork, one spoon, really? one knife. And, That's ridiculous. Uh, I just went out what to were the, thinking? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you live and you learn, right? Sure. And then I just went to the Dollar Tree and got a bunch of stuff until I upgraded later. But I think uh, I think that's probably the route I'm going to go. Hopefully nobody else gets them that stuff. Uh, well, you can ask. That's true. You always ask. Uh, on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash froggy929, we're all sharing housewarming gifts for someone living on their own for the very first time. Denise from Occidental said, a plunger. Most people don't get one until they need it. Actually, you should do that. You think so? <laughs> yeah, I like her idea. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll get a fun one or something. <laughs> Oscar from Petaluma said, a really good set of kitchen knives if they're going to be doing any cooking. Ooh, like some Wustav. Don't get them those. Those are too fancy. <laughs> uh, Brittany from Santa Rosa says, a really nice manual can opener. I didn't think about that. She said, a friend got me a Red KitchenAid one. I think of it fondly every time I have opened a can for the past 15 years. <laughs> good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. What's something that you started later in life? Maybe it's a new hobby or a new career. So after Queen Elizabeth's death, death Prince Charles is now known as King Charles III. Uh, he's 73 years old and he's just now king. And I and I think it's wild. I've seen a lot of things on social media talking about how he's ruling a country so late in life. That's got to be an adjustment. You're now the king at 73 years old. Your whole life, you don't have that responsibility. And right. then the later years, it's like, oh, I have all the responsibility now. I guess I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's England's longest living monarch, Queen Elizabeth and, you know, if you missed it, she passed away uh, last week, uh, 96 years old. Uh, but yes, King Charles is now taking over the country. Uh, Tanner, what is something you started later in life? I know it's not being a king or ruling a country. but That maybe would be cool. I mean, it would be. <laughs> but maybe like a new hobby, a new career. What's something you've changed up later in life? This year, I started cycling, riding a bike across Sonoma County. And honestly, I've really enjoyed it. Uh, exercise is not my thing and i don't enjoy running i don't enjoy going to the gym or anything but i found that cycling is kind of my thing and i've been going every other day except for right now it's raining in sonoma county so oh, yeah. <laughs> i haven't been able to you get a lot of those hardcore bicyclists that do go out when it rains and they've got all the gear and everything yeah. uh and there's like clubs you can join and i i just didn't know that there was such a big world or community around cycling yeah i don't wear the tights I'm not there yet, but I mean, I wore shorts and a t-shirt and a helmet and all that, but it's kind of like, doo, 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 yeah, exactly. Okay, that's I'm not fine. a hardcore cyclist or anything like that, but I, I do go on the roads here in Santa Rosa quite a bit. <laughs> um, something I started recently was candle making. I have found a lot of joy in that. I started it during the pandemic and I've come up with like all these crazy ideas for it. And I don't have the wherewithal to start like a candle company, but I think it's going to be fun to like make stuff. I think you could. Like a hobby. I genuinely think you could have a side business if you wanted to. Well. Because you, didn't you make <laughs> a candle for me not too long ago? I did, and I think I made one for Danny Wright yeah. as well. It's in his office. It was great. Um, and I just wanted to do it just to make it for people and kind of personalize it to them. But uh, I don't have the space to, like, make a bunch. Yeah. You're like, where can <laughs> I put a like, workshop? <laughs> on my coffee table. Yeah. All right, we did ask on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash froggy929. What is something you started later in life? And Vermona Park said, at almost 60, I'm taking a CPR class tomorrow. 
might be to save my own life, but whatever. <laughs> That's awesome. That's really cool. Julie from Pendergrove says, I started playing soccer at 30, but had to retire around 40 because of my knee. And Rose from Geyserville said, new career in the fire service. Oh, thank you. They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. What is your favorite rainy day activity? Rain is a good thing. Spring on the rare day of rain here in Sonoma County yesterday and it's going to continue through Tuesday and can I just be completely honest I loved it and not only did we need it for fire season but I'd take a rainy day over a heat wave like we experienced a couple weeks ago any day yeah that's not really something we're equipped to handle here in Sonoma County a heat wave Uh, but yeah like you said we do need the rain I am excited because my plants got a lot of good water yesterday that's immediately what i thought of (laughs) shout out to those plants man they're gonna thrive for sure amber do you like rainy days what what did you do all day yesterday nothing i watched tv all day and snuggled with my dog (laughs) which was great (laughs) i needed an excuse to do it i was going to i had a whole plan to decorate for halloween on sunday but then since it rained i was like "Eh, never mind i'm just gonna chill what about you it gives everybody an excuse to have a lazy day and i think we all need that every (laughs) once in a while all i did all day was i made a stew at home and i watched football all day and honestly it was the perfect sunday i mean q craig morgan that's what i love about sunday it was picture perfect for me Oh, well, I'm happy for you. Thank you. On our Facebook page, facebook.com slash froggy929, we're all sharing our favorite rainy day activities. Uh, Nicole from Windsor says, sitting by a fire reading a book or watching movies with my girls while dinner is simmering in the crock pot. And Debbie from Petaluma said, watching the 49ers doesn't get better than that. Except when you watch somebody break their ankle. Yeah. Poor Trey Lance. (laughs) I feel for him so bad, but the 49ers look great yesterday, so we all have to celebrate that. Julie from Santa Rosa says, sitting on my couch, cuddling with my dogs. That's what I did. Amber and Tanner. From when song comes up. Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. A DoorDash delivery driver delivered some junk food to a home and then left a what people are calling passive aggressive note in the bag. But I just want to say delivery drivers, don't judge me if I'm jonesing for some chilies, chipotle, chicken crispers and queso dip. You have no idea what my week has been like, so just don't do it. <laughs> I actually I don't think a lot of delivery drivers do judge people for what they order on DoorDash. It's their whole job. But a woman went on TikTok to complain about this after her driver delivered some junk food and left the note in the bag. Uh, Her girlfriend apparently ordered a bag of Cheetos, some taquitos, and a Dr. Pepper from a convenience store. The note said, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Winky face. Uh, In the video, she explains that her girlfriend did recently see a doctor who told her she needed to gain weight. But unfortunately, she's got digestive issues. So Cheetos and taquitos were the only thing she could stomach that night. And on top of that, apparently this person can't eat apples. So the note was 100% not helpful or appreciated. And a lot of people are calling the note inappropriate and blatantly fat phobic. Now, a lot of her followers on TikTok couldn't believe the note. 
They commented in disbelief, saying things like, it would have literally taken them zero effort not to leave the note. One person pointed out, and another one said, that's so insane, especially since they don't know what the situation is. They shouldn't make any judgment judgments, period. Now, DoorDash did say the whole thing might have been a mix-up. They said sometimes drivers put fun notes in people's bags, you know, probably for, for tips or things like that. They think this was intended for a different order, presumably one with apples in it. Um, they're still looking into it, and they're trying to make the whole thing right. And I think after that ex- explanation, it makes sense to me, uh, because I doubt someone went out of their way to personally shame someone for snacks. It's their whole job to deliver you snacks. But yeah, if that is the case, I think complete waste of time to leave that note that is that takes a lot of time i I looked at the note they even drew a little apple on it that that seems like a lot um but do you think this was on purpose do you think the note was passive aggressive and meant to be fat phobic or no what are your thoughts got something to say call me up you can get on the radio call froggy 92.9 and tell amber and tanner in the morning right now 6361-HOP 636-1467 this is froggy amber and tanner in the morning on froggy 92.9 headline in a haystack tannery's headlines amber tells us which one is a lie because it's headline in a haystack Three headlines, one of them is real. Can Amber guess which one? It is time for Headline in a Haystack. In 2022, Amber's guessed the headline in a haystack correctly 39 times. I have fooled her 38 times, so let's see if we can tie it up. Hmm. It is the ex-spouse edition, so this one's going to be fun. Well, great. I love I love these as I'm planning my wedding. <laughs> Sorry. This is okay. Not intentional, by the way. <laughs> Positive thinking. Forward motion. Let's do it. Headline number one. Ex-girlfriend lights wrong car on fire. Wrong car on fire, excuse me. Headline number two. Ex-boyfriend wins court battle over Funko Pop collection. And headline number three. Ex-husband eats cell phone. I'm going to go with the lighting the car on fire, the wrong car. Well, Amber. (laughs) That is absolutely the headline in a haystack. What made you think this one was the one? I just feel like that's more likely to happen than someone eating a cell phone. And I, what was the other one? Uh, Ex-boyfriend wins court battle over Funko Pop collection. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like maybe that one was made up because we both have Funko Pops in our office. That is exactly (laughs) how I made up that headline. So (laughs) congratulations to you. I know your brain too well, I think, at this point. (laughs) I'm going to have to ask someone else to start writing these so we can be fooled. (laughs) Here's the story Florida Sheriff's Department recently arrested a woman named Carmen for torching a car. The 19-year-old wanted revenge on her ex-boyfriend, so she stuck a rag in his gas tank before lighting it on fire. Oh my gosh. The car burned before Carmen realized that, oh no, she lit the wrong vehicle on fire. Oh no. Surveillance cameras caught her actions on tape and she was charged with second-degree arson. Imagine being charged with arson. Headline in a haystack. You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. You might have seen a lot of things on the internet about emojis recently, and that's because Adobe has done a study on emojis. And I saw they listed the two most misunderstood emojis, and they are the cowboy hat face and the upside down face. Mm. So according to Emojipedia, which you actually told me about, Tanner, the cowboy represents exuberance, whimsy, confidence, or adventure, and the upside-down face is used for irony, sarcasm, 
and joking or feeling of goofiness or silliness. But I feel like a lot of people drop that cowboy hat emoji in just to make situations not awkward or something. They're just like, I'm not mad at you or annoyed. Here's a cowboy hat. (laughs) I kind of use it a little bit like the definition that you explained. I use it like a woo, yoo-hoo. Like being excited about something or, you know, uh, like pony up, cowboy. That's what I use it for. (laughs) What about the upside down face? I use it. I don't really use that emoji too much. No. (laughs) Just kind of like, oh, this isn't going well. Maybe like that. I use it interchangeably with the grit your teeth emoji. It's like, yikes. (laughs) It's a yikes. So let's pull up our emojis right now. There's a little thing called frequently used on your emoji keyboard and the first five emojis horizontally we had this whole discussion in our office the other day which which one is your most used whether it's horizontal or vertical so let's go with horizontal tanner let's let's see what you're about what is your first five horizontal emojis under frequently used i have the laughing crying face a football a smiley face with star eyes the clap it's like clapping hands clapping uh, corn and hard eyes. Oh, yeah, that's kind of nice. <laughs> what are yours? Uh, okay, I have just like you. My first one is the laugh crying face, an engagement ring, um, the cross your fingers emoji, uh, the little smiley emoji with the hearts all around it. Oh, I like, like that one. Mm, I don't know how to describe that. A champagne bottle and the shrug emoji. I'd say pretty good emojis to have. I think they describe us pretty well. Yep. I, I mean, <laughs> obviously, we know why I'm using the engagement ring one. Right. But let's talk about your corn one. Why are you using that so much? I think because you, our friend Danny, and I talk about the corn <laughs> video so much. You know, pretty it's frequently, corn. yeah. <laughs> it's got the juice. It's, it's like this viral juice. thing yeah. on TikTok and Instagram and all that. And ever since then, I just randomly use the corn emoji. No reason why. That explains <laughs> things. Here we go. It's a brand new Sonoma County wakes up with Amber and Tanner. On Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Rick. Rick is learning how to cook and Barry Martindale has a problem with it. Hello? Hi, is this Rick? Um, this is Rick. Who is this? Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services here. I'm calling because of a complaint from one of your neighbors, which happens to be one of my clients. Wait, you're a lawyer calling from a neighbor? I am because I have multiple reports that your cooking is a disturbance at your apartment complex. The food is stinky. You have been burning food. So the smoke and burn smell is uh, infiltrating my client's life. And it, I have a problem with it. Okay. First of all, I'm not burning anything that I cook. And second of all, you know, the apartment doesn't have a vent, so uh, I'm doing everything I can. I'm opening a window and... So I actually did some investigative research, Rick. I actually spoke to your mother and she told me that you're learning how to cook right now. Well, yeah, I'm trying to... I'm doing a thing where I'm like going through a whole cookbook one recipe at a time. And, you know, I'm learning. That's no crime against learning. Well, there is a crime when you're doing stuff like this and causing mayhem for my clients. What's the matter with you? Is it the guy across the hall? Possibly. Okay, okay. Well, you know what? You can tell him he can come over to me and talk about him himself, all right? He's welcome to come over and try some of my food, but honestly, I'm not going to entertain some lawyer and pay anybody any money because I, 
I'm cooking. That's ridiculous. Oh, trust me, Bunny. Nobody wants to try your stinky food. Okay, you know what? If you don't want to try it, that's fine. If he doesn't want to try it, that's fine. But let me live in peace, all right? You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy 92.9's Neighbor Dispute. I really thought you guys were coming after me. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Are there certain things you're a little paranoid about? I think being an autopilot some mornings gets me every single time because I leave my apartment, I get into my car, and I immediately think, I forgot to lock my apartment door. And I know a lot of people feel this way, but I think most times I trust myself. But more often than not, I have to physically get out of my car and go check to make sure I locked my door. <laughs> I have to do it or else the thought is just going to haunt me all day long. Yeah, you think your house is unlocked. You think someone could come in and steal your stuff. And that's yeah. never a fun thing to have overshadowing your entire day. Right, or my dog magically learns how to open the door, which I doubt he will. I've seen it happen. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are there things like this that you're a little paranoid about, Tanner? Or am I just a freak? You are not a freak okay, at all. Okay, good. Um, I panic about leaving the oven on all the time yeah even if i haven't cooked with my oven in like three four days anytime i leave the house i'm like did i leave the oven on (laughs) i think it's because it's something my mom used to say all the time growing up and it's something she always told me to look out for when i moved out on my own so that's something always in my mind you just have to hit that off button a bunch of times do you have an electric stove Uh, no i don't oh my gosh okay (laughs) that's what makes it even more scary we did ask on facebook facebook.com slash amber and tanner in the morning are there things like this that you're a little paranoid about and we use the unlocking unlock locking your door situation as an example jessica from santa rosa said i always think i forgot to turn my hair straightener off so some days i go back to check gotta drive all the way back <laughs> just to make sure usually it's off uh kyle from sebastopol says i always check to see if someone's hiding behind the shower curtain. <laughs> angela- you karate chop the shower curtain nobody's gonna be in my house <laughs> angela from healdsburg said i have to check the stove several times to make sure i shut the stove top off Sonoma County wakes up with Amber and Tanner. On Froggy 92.9. Do you believe in the power of crystals, lucky sticks, and alternative medicine? I saw Marin Morris this weekend at the Greek Theater. I drove And when I say this, I just want to preface by saying that I absolutely love Maren Morris. She threw a phenomenal show and I had a great time. But people were opening up their VIP boxes at the show. And a lot of people were weirded out what was inside. You usually expect like a t-shirt, a CD, stickers, stuff like that. Um, There was two sticks inside. (laughs) that were tied up with a little note that said that they were lucky sticks and when you bring them into your home or your office or wherever you want them they're considered good luck and a lot of people were like did i really pay for two sticks here (laughs) i mean you you probably paid for good seats but yeah that is that is interesting i've never seen anything like that at a concert before me neither it completely shocked me and you know what i don't know if i believe in crystals and lucky sticks and all that sort of stuff i just it's because i'm not educated with it i don't understand it so in my mind i'm like oh it doesn't exist which (laughs) probably isn't the right frame of thought but amber do you believe in crystals and all that i think you have some at your house right I believe, like, in the 
psycho. I, it's all psychosomatic. And I think I was telling you and our friend Dustin Saylor this recently. If you think something holds positive power, you're like inundated with those positive thoughts. And that's what makes it work. Yeah. Is you thinking, oh, this is positive. This works. This is changing my day. And you're just lifted with all that positivity. It's just that that's why people believe it works. And that's why it does work. Mm. It's scientifically proven that certain objects can hold that power over you because you're already thinking. Does that make sense? That makes absolute sense. And honestly, I appreciate you telling us that because I might have to go outside, head to the tree and pick up a couple of sticks. Yeah. If you're just like, (laughs) this is my lucky stick or this is my lucky Penny, it's the same reason why sports fans always wear their uh, lucky jerseys or their lucky socks and yeah. you know, things like that. It's the same thing. Uh, now that I think about it, I can't make fun of people for crystals and sticks when I wear the same exact jersey every yeah. single Sunday for football. <laughs> so it's like literally this because I'm convinced every time that I wear the jersey that they'll win. So I guess it's just that perspective uh, from you. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Anytime. <laughs> Do you believe... In the power of crystals and lucky items, here's what you said on Instagram. On at Froggy929, 40% of people said yes, and 60% of people said no. The only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy92.9. Chelsea from Santa Rosa, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Yes. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Once you're done, Chelsea, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Okay. Chelsea, you want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? Oh, of course. Uh, Get out of here, girlfriend. You're going down. Amber's running out of the studio. Her record's 526 wins and 44 losses. Here's question number one. Today is Talk Like a Pirate Day. What actor plays the pirate Jack Sparrow? Uh, Johnny Depp. Correct. Question two. Luke Combs chugged a beer and drank whiskey before his college game day appearance on Saturday. Finish the lyric. Long neck, ice cold beer, never. Broke my heart. Correct. Question three. Post Malone was hospitalized after falling on stage in St. Louis. True or false, St. Louis is the capital of Missouri. Incorrect. Question four. Miranda Lambert celebrated her Vegas residency with a throwback video. Miranda Lambert has a side group with Ashley Monroe and Angelina Presley. Name that group. That's okay. And here's question five. David Beckham waited 13 hours to pay his respects to the queen. What professional sport did David Beckham play? Okay. Correct. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Amber Chelsea from Santa Rosa got three and a half out of five today. Hello. How are you feeling? Great. Great. Okay. That's good. That's all that matters, right? Yes. All right. Question one. Today is Talk Like a Pirate Day. What actor plays the pirate Jack Sparrow? Johnny Depp. Correct. Chelsea also got that correct. One to one's a score. Question two. Luke Combs chugged a beer and drank whiskey before his college game day appearance on Saturday. Amber, finish the lyric. Long neck, ice cold beer, never. Broke my heart. (laughs) That's correct. Uh, Chelsea from Santa Rosa also got that correct. Two to two's a score. Question three. Post Malone was hospitalized after falling on stage in St. Louis. True or false, St. Louis is the capital of Missouri. True. Incorrect. Mm. Jefferson City is. 
Chelsea also got that incorrect. Two to two's the score. Gonna have to look that one up. I believe you, but I don't know where Jefferson City is. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Gotta be completely transparent. <laughs> Thank you, Google, for that question. <laughs> question four. Miranda Lambert celebrated her Vegas residency with a throwback video. Miranda Lambert has a side group with Ashley Monroe and Angelina Presley. Name that group. The High Women? That is incorrect. I was looking for the Pistol Annies. Oh, my gosh. I was not listening. Two to two. (laughs) Two to two is the score. All tied up in question number five. David Beckham waited 13 hours to pay his respects to the Queen. What professional sport did David Beckham play? Soccer. Correct. The score is three to three. But if you remember, Chelsea from Santa Rosa talks smack, which means she is now the champion of the Amber Showdown. And Chelsea, you get to say the phrase. Not only are you smarter than me, you have won tickets to the Outlaw Music Festival. Chelsea from Santa Rosa, you're going to the Outlaw Music Festival thanks to which morning show? Amber and Jenner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Today is International Talk Like a Pirate Day. I'm Captain Jack Sparrow. There's a woman named Amanda Large who takes me in a pirate pretty seriously. And she spent $6,000 turning herself into Captain Jack Sparrow. That is so fun. I love when people go above and beyond like that. $1,000. She also changed her name to Amanda Sparrow. So she grew dreadlocks, got tattoos like Captain Jack Sparrow, and she had gold teeth put in. (laughs) It's one thing to like buy a grill, but it's a completely other thing to have your teeth permanently golden. Or if you buy a costume at, what is the store, Halloween? Spirit Halloween. Spirit House, because it's a Halloween Town store. <laughs> um, now, she said she changed her like whole look and her whole life after saying how much she resembled the Jack Sparrow character. And she said, I live life looking like this on a day-to-day basis. So she gets up every day, puts on the makeup, all that stuff. It's like that one character from Dodgeball. That lives yes. life like a pirate every single day and talks like a pirate in everything. <laughs> <laughs> I I just, I love the character so much, but I don't see myself doing anything like this. No, you don't want to get dreads or anything like that? No, I would never. <laughs> I don't think I'd change my looks this much, but you know, maybe it makes her happy. Yeah. So I, I can't really judge her for that. I can only say I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I know exactly where she's coming from because I wore a cape to school. When I was a kid, because I love Star Wars that much, so I wore like a Jedi robe. Uh, but at the same time, I was like 12 when I did that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of hard to gauge here. I mean, like if you could go like full in, all in Star Wars and spend a bunch of money on it, would you? Like if no. you had the money? No, no. I don't want to have the little rat tail on the side or anything. You wouldn't do that? No, I wouldn't. But you'll get a mullet, just not a rat tail. Uh, Mullets, yes. (laughs) Rat tails, no. (laughs) You draw the line at rat tail. (laughs) Well, we've got Terry from uh, Petaluma on the phone. Terry, you said you want to kind of show off your pirate talking skills in honor of today uh, by ordering a McDonald's meal. So let let us hear what that sounds like. I'll be taking one of your ice cream with the Oreos. And then to go with it, I think I'll be having myself a small fry. And to top it all off, I think I'll be having a play of fish, matey. Bring it up from the galley and make it quick for me. Wow. Wow. Great job. (laughs) Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9.